What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Osiris. And coming at you with another edition of Before the Three Count. And we've got our host with the most today. AKA the unnamed host, just going by the symbol. Like my man, Prince Nelson. Rogers. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I can get behind that. Definitely, you know? Uh, so it's going to purple rain tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. It's Halloween. Halloween came on the weekend. Me and the Gallo boys are trick or treating. Exactly, man. Stomping the fist in the ground, concrete. Yep. Uh, and so he was, uh, and he was Chucky. That's right. That's right. Which I guess can do, be a nice little smooth uh, segue into uh, what I saw, which was uh, Halloween Havoc, which had a cameo by Sir Chucky. Really? Yep. Uh, right in. Yeah, so uh, this was... Uh, it's funny, though, how Halloween Havoc has now been regulated to NXT. So uh, if everybody's not familiar with Halloween Havoc, it's originally a WCW uh, pay-per-view uh, from the early 90s to, uh, what, like, two... Well, basically to when WCW closed their doors. So it was like two, 2001. Yeah. 80s, even. Uh, really? They had Halloween Havoc that far back, too? I think it might have been like 89. 89 what might have been okay. their debut. Uh, correct me in the okay. comments section, people. Wrong. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, so um, when the Federation you know, took over WCW, they took pretty much <clears throat> all their uh, licenses for all their pay-per-views. And the only ones that they've been showing uh, were that had the old WCW moniker was uh, War Games and Halloween Havoc. And I believe what Bash it. Bash it. <clears throat> Bash at the Beach was the other one. Yes. <clears throat> I'm trying to think if there's any other WCW pay-per-views that WWE is currently using. But, um... Because they're not doing Starcade, right? Um, oh, they, yeah. They they do Starcade as a house show every year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Talk about... Because uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Because Starcade was like their WrestleMania... So now it's regulated down to uh, household status. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But that's the spoils of the victor. But uh, yeah, so I was I watched this uh, past week's uh, Halloween Havoc on NXT 2.0, uh, and it was it wasn't bad. It was it was pretty much <clears throat> only like an hour show, so they, it was only like I believe four matches. Uh, they had a women's. Uh, ladder match, tag team ladder match. Uh, okay. Then there was another tag match uh, with it was a lumberjack on the male side with uh, uh, I'm forgetting one of the teams' name, but the other ones um, Opti- Optimum Imperium Imperium. Yeah, they were one uh, of the opposing tag team, but it was for the belts. MSK, the tag champs. Yes, that was them. Uh, MSK. Um, and what else was? Uh... On that show, um, uh, Braun Breaker against uh, uh, Champa. Oh, right. uh, uh, and oh, was there, I felt there was one more match. I think it was, I don't think it was four. But, what did the title? Mandy Rose against um, Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, there you go. Um, but yeah, um, 
like I said, it was a cool pay-per-view. They brought, well, I guess they always have, um, the, like, the wheel, um, the Halloween, oh, uh, have oh. a wheel for the particular matches. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, the match that pretty much gained my attention, or oh, had my attention, was the last match, was the Ron Bra- uh, Bronson Breaker uh, against uh, Champa for the um, NXT title. Uh, great match. Uh, uh, Baby Steiner broke out the uh, Frankensteiner. I was surprised to see he was able to. Uh, I always thought that was a difficult move for big guys. Obviously, everybody's familiar as like the Hurricane Rana, but originally, well, what came first, the Frankenstein or the Hurricane Rana? Um, in America, the Frankensteiner, but okay. the Hurricane Rana did come first in Mexico. Oh, okay, all right. Um, yeah, so obviously, uh, Scott Steiner uh, did it first, and he made it look very. Very scary every time he was <laughs> like he would always fall, fall on his on his neck. Right. You know, he's so big. So like watching his nephew uh do it is it was like the same feeling. I was like, oh geez. <laughs> but uh yeah. he busted it out, so I, I was uh, quite shocked. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds crazy. How do you do? Did it, did it look okay? Yeah, I mean it wasn't as fluid. Well, I mean I I I was gonna say that was the only time I've seen him doing it, so I don't know if like other times he done it. So it didn't look as fluid as Scott, but I got he, he got the ups and he was able to. I, I think it was more of a champ of helped him along with it, so he can you know make it look uh, smoothly. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it was a great match. I don't want to spoil the end, but it was a great match. Um, but uh, at the beginning, before when the match was being announced, uh, they had Chucky introduce. Uh, uh, the combatants, and he had like a couple of digs towards, um, you know, Steiner in regards to when he feuded. Well, I guess yeah, when he feuded with uh, his father, um, Rick Steiner, uh, in oh. WCW. Was, was that? A, did they also have a Halloween Havoc match when Chucky was involved, or was that a different pay per view? I think it was Halloween Havoc. Okay, all right, yeah, because the only Hollywood. Crossovers I remember was Chucky and then Robocop with Sting. So I, that's what I was like, oh, sure. Uh, but yeah, so it, it was pretty cool that they had the continuity still, you know, with Chucky and his family. So that's cool, yeah. I like, I, I dug that. But uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Like I said, it was a very quick show, you know, basically an NXT show. So it was only like an hour with, you know, commercials and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I dig it, I dig it. And uh, for myself, actually, uh, I was watching some SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get through all of it. I uh, saw Charlotte and Shotzi Blackheart go at it. Um, it was interesting. Shotzi is like a step slower than Charlotte. And I mean, Charlotte's an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm. But like, it was noticeable watching it. Okay. Okay. Shotzi's slower. Is she um, new? Yeah, Shotzi's new to the main roster. So you can um, tell she's still green? Yeah, she's a little green. And uh, just, you know, when, you, when you're in there with Charlotte Blair, who, in my opinion, is probably the best women's wrestler there is right now. You think um, over... Um, uh, uh, what's Monte's uh, wife? Uh, Bianca. Um, you oh, think over her, too? Oh, yeah. Um, give Bianca Belair, like, a year or two. Okay. And, uh, she, she'll be there. But right now, she's still, you know, she's still learning the ropes. Okay, and would you put would you put her over also? Um, yep. <laughs> uh, 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 Asaka, uh, um, Sasha Banks. 
No, no, no. Uh, the Asian uh, female wrestler. She, you know, always had the masks. Asuka. Asuka, yeah, yeah. Nobody ready for Asuka. Yeah, would you put her over Asuka? Yeah, I'd put her over Asuka, too. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Charlotte's just so incredibly athletic. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you know, she can do the moonsaults, the corkscrews, the flippity doodahs, the zippity doos, and how okay. to break all of that. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I think between that, her strength, uh, her size, her skill, her, you know, she can do it all. She can walk the t- walk and talk the talk. Um, whole deal. So I do. I put her at the top of the food chain for women's wrestling right now. Okay. Excuse okay. me. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, you put Shotzi in there with her, and yeah, there's going to be a noticeable difference, but good for Shotzi for being able to be in there with her, and hopefully she'll yeah, keep up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so, good stuff there. Um, Paul Heyman in the back, he was asked about uh, what would Brock Lesnar do because Brock Lesnar was uh, suspended and fined for attacking everybody last week. Yep. And uh, so Heyman was asked what would he do, what would Lesnar do in this situation? And Heyman is doing a great job of uh, playing the role, you know, not really, you know, it's like, yes, he's servicing Roman, but you can't tell, is he still with Brock or not? Like, he's doing a great job with that. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, that's all real I saw for SmackDown. Also watched Dynamite this week. Okay. Uh, they had the big Halloween costume match. Um, it was the Dark Order against the Elite. Um, the Elite dressed up as the Ghostbusters. Um, Dark Order dressed up as various people. They were, uh, who were they? They were Kratos from God of War. They were, uh, see, one of them was Brandon Cutler, the uh, jabroni for the Young Bucks there. Um, I don't know who else they were, but the point being, the elite were the uh, Ghostbusters, and uh, I will give spoilers. So if you're listening and don't want to know what happened at the end of AEW uh, Dynamite uh, Halloween Edition, then fast uh, <laughs> forward about 30 seconds. But uh, otherwise, you know, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you've already seen it, or you're coming to here to find out what happened. And uh, the Ghostbusters, the elite, they came out. They had uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And um, like some random like zombie ghoul or something with them, and uh, at the end of the match, they put Marshmallow Man takes off his head, and it's Hangman Adam Page, and he cleans house on everybody. Uh, it's going to be him and Kenny Omega at full gear on November thirteenth. Okay. Uh, so I'm expecting good things from that. I think they both got a lot to prove right now. Uh, well, I was going to say, wasn't weren't they originally supposed to have a program before um, Daniel uh, came in? Yes, um, so, they were. Um, but the combination of Daniels coming in and also uh, Hangman's wife had a baby right around that time too. Oh, okay, okay. Some he needed some time off to do the daddy thing. Right, 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 right. Um, real quick, going back to uh, SmackDown, what's your take on the whole? So, what did you think of the segment with uh, Becky and uh, Charlotte? Um, with Charlotte dropping the belt and, yeah. and the whole thing. Um, I don't think the segment was as bad as everybody's making it out to be. So it wasn't cringeworthy, as cringeworthy as you thought? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but with that being said, I mean, yeah, it was a little little awkward, a little uncomfortable. Um, okay. 
but yeah, not as bad as everyone made it out to be. Uh, just yeah, more more awkward kind of than anything else. Okay. Uh, but the uh, dirt sheet guys, they're all saying that you know, there's a lot of heat backstage on Charlotte. Um, Charlotte thought the was cool, stupid, uh, didn't want to do it. Um, it was gonna you think it's gonna work? That's possible. It's always possible. It's, it's wrestling, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. As as a wrestler, I wonder if if, if the the boys and girls, if they like um, working the fans or working the dirt sheets more, like who they like, you know, be like, who, you know, what I'm saying both. Yeah, but I, I I was curious, like, which one is more of a of a rush that they get off of, you know, working. If, if you work the dirt sheets and they find out, then now you've impacted that relationship. Do Darcy's really help out that much? <clears throat> um, not so much with the casual audience, but with the okay. hardcore, for sure. I mean, Kenny Omega got known as the best belt machine, um, thanks to the help of you know Dave Meltzer and the Dirt Sheets all putting over his matches with Okada in Japan. Okay, no watching. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. All right. Um, not bad. Uh. Uh, speaking of AEW, they were actually uh, here in Boston, oh, Boston not too long ago. Uh, last week, I believe. Uh, yeah, edition. Yeah, it was the Halloween edition that I was just talking about. Oh, so that was the one that was taped in uh, Massachusetts? Yes, sir. Nice. Nice. So, uh, the, it looks like they finally branched out to, you know, our neck of the woods. Because aren't they mostly primarily, primarily down, like, in Lot. the southern region? Yeah, mainly running in Florida. Uh, yeah. You know. Throughout the whole pandemic, yep. they ran a Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium because uh, Big Daddy Khan, um, he uh, owns the Jaguars. Yeah. So he's got a place to, that's, that's their home. Yep. Do you see yourself ever attending any of their live shows in the future? Um, yeah, I could definitely see it. And uh, who knows? Who wrestled on one? Yep. This is true. This is true. Uh, JT Dunn. <laughs> He had an appearance on uh, the show, as did uh, and uh, Anthony Green wrestled actually on the show. Oh, okay. And I was gonna say you've had a couple, several matches with JT JT Dunn, correct? Yes. Yep. Back in the day. What promotion? NCW. Ah, wow. So everything is just like revolves around uh, NCW, huh? It, it, it amazingly does. It amazingly does. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> All right. Um. But since I, I was, I was saying, what's that? We'll, we'll definitely have to get JC uh, Marks, the uh, owner of MCW. We'll have to get him on here to talk about that history and all the talent that's gone through there um, and where they've gone on to. Oh, I can imagine the stories. Uh, how old is that promotion? Uh, twenty something years. Wow. Wow. It started at yard. I was gonna say, um, is that one of the older um, New England? promotions yeah at this point and probably uh mfw um mwf but, I'm, uh, I'm sorry yeah mwf oh good um yeah I, I don't i don't know if they're still running now oh okay uh chaotic they're probably still running right Chaotic's still running um, actually yeah yeah chaotic's been around since like 2000 2001 i think I, yeah, I remember Kitchen Chaotic shows, yeah, like even earlier, like in like the late 90s, uh, on like, um, 
local broadcast uh, channel. Oh, you know what? You're right. Chaotic the promotion was around before Chaotic the school. Yeah, because at first, like I thought, like at first I was, I, was, I thought I was watching like ECW matches because it was like like the same type of style. Uh, and yes. yeah, I was like, oh, this ain't ECW. <laughs> yeah, Gino Martino was over there wrestling against. Uh, uh, we need to get Gino on the show too. Yeah, right. Yeah, but the, 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 you, it's, it's not often you get thrown against with the world records. That, that's true. You know? for human. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> trying to think of any other promotions. So yeah, chaotic, uh, NCW, somewhat uh, NWF. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm like, who are those? I don't know how long Top Rope has been around, but I think that's been around for a long time. And what will showcase? Um. Oh shoot, showcase. I'm like on their show. It says like established 2000 and something. Was it 2004? Okay. I don't know something like that. Okay. And um, speaking of showcase, uh, do we see you uh, continue continuing your career with them? Like, uh, do you have any more um, shows, upcoming shows with them? Uh, yes, actually, I do. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, November. 20th and 27th, I believe. Thanksgiving? No, Thanksgiving's the 25th. Oh, okay. All right, I was about to say. <laughs> so, All right, nice. Um, in uh, New Bedford? Um, I'm not sure where they'll be, actually. I've got to uh, I gotta check on that and find out. Oh, okay. So, All right. Yeah. How's the, how's the uh, recovery process with the knee? It's coming along. Um, I still got to go get it checked out. Um, it, it's getting better. Okay. So I definitely checked out just to make sure. Yeah, and like no ligaments were ripped or tendons or were damaged. Exactly. But. All right, well, hopefully it's just a badly deep bruise. That's why it's just taking so long to heal. So That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> but, um... So since this is uh, Howell's Eve, I was uh, thinking of doing a little something different uh, in regards to uh, normal wrestling discussion. Uh, I was thinking, um, you know, also at the second half of the show, if you want to discuss your top mm, three, or first we'll say, first I'll say top five horror movies of all time. Oh wow! Either top five or top three, if you can't think of five. Okay. Um, are you asking my favorite or what I think are the best? Your favorite. Okay. That, like your go-to when you know if you just want to, you know, what I'm saying. I got you. I got you. Um, interesting. You asked that. Um, so I've been this month watching the Friday the Thirteenth series. Yep. I, I'm realizing I never watched it as an adult. <laughs> yes, because I was gonna say it's just, it's that it's just that iconic name that you always you're familiar with, you know. Yes, yes yep. But I'm okay. watching. Uh, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I think I saw bits and pieces as a kid. <laughs> so, which ones have you seen? So far, I've watched the first four. Okay, so all right. Um, out of the four, which one is your favorite? 
I'd have to say the fourth one. Um, there's a lot of gratuitous nudity. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, some some violence. Um, now bring me up uh, to score with four. Is that the new blood? No. Was uh. All right. So the first one um doesn't have Jason in it. Uh, it's his uh, mother. Right. The yes. second one does have Jason in it, but it doesn't have his iconic uh, hockey mask. He has like a like a bag like yep. over his head. Uh, the third one is the three D one, right? No. Okay. The one came out in nineteen eighty four. Okay. How crazy is that? Right. <clears throat> um, and that one, uh, this is where Jason gets his hockey mask. Actually. Ah, okay. All right. That's the third one you're saying. Yeah, that's the third one. Okay. Okay. All right. Weird kid there who uh, he likes to play pranks on everybody and scare them. And um, Jason kills him later on in the movie and takes the hockey mask. Okay. And, uh, so then when Jason goes to like this girl, the girl thinks it's the kid playing a prank again because the kid is already. <laughs> and she's like, oh, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, cuts her head off. Like, you know. <laughs> Okay, uh, and what was it? so? What's the fourth one then? I'm trying to remember. So the fourth one um, is really weird. Like it's just like Jason out killing people really for no reason. Okay, but uh, like the, still taking place at uh, Crystal Lake. No. Okay, and that's why I say it's really weird. Like he's like just going through neighborhoods and like killing people. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the title uh, was something that made you believe it was going to be the last one. Like, oh, I okay. Now, but it was like, you know, final. Oh, it's the final chapter. That's oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, the studio probably was like, nah, we're making more money. We're making money off of these uh, sequels. We're going to continue. Yeah. Because uh, it was funny. I almost, because um, when I saw it, it said, it said Friday the 13th final chapter. It didn't say part four. It said, yep. So, like, oh, man, like, they're missing, like, all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Googling, I'm like, where do I find Friday the 13th Part 4? I love it. <laughs> and I was like, it's on Hulu. And I'm like, it's not on Hulu. They're missing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the crazy uh, thing uh, with the Friday the 13th, um, which I, I never realized, like yourself, I never, I guess, seen the first one as, the, as a kid. But um, yeah. Kevin Bacon's in the first one. Like a young Kevin Bacon. Like, it's so hilarious to see him come up in, as, you know, now a serious A list actor. And he was right. in, you know, Jason movie. Yes. Um, and in the fourth one, uh, Corey Feldman. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're probably throwing out names that the young, younger crowd probably don't know, but uh, Corey Feldman got- was uh, uh, interchangeable with uh, Corey Haim at the, the two Corys back in, would you say the 80s or the 90s? They were like on and popping. Oh, that was the 80s for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so they had like a, a string of movies like that they were like blockbusters that they both were in. Um, you know. Unfortunately, you know, like most child stars they, you know, had a lot of ups and downs and you know I think unfortunately I think Corey Haim passed away like like six or seven years ago. Um and I know Corey Feldman's had his issues with, you know, substance abuse and all that type of stuff. But yeah. That burger sugar, man. Yeah, well, like I said, like kids in Hollywood, it's rare that they like come out, you know, squeaky clean. You know, like, like a lot of them go through like a lot of 
lot of trials and tribulations. Just you know, of the, like that that lifestyle at that age when you can't yeah. really things and you get everything you want. Yep. Yeah, and then you start missing out on you know things that most kids will take for granted. Uh, yeah. You know, and then you got then you got the predators. You know uh, that you know like the execs that will you know basically take the innocence away and you know uh, and some some <laughs> in, in, a, in a in different ways, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, back but back to uh, Jason. But uh, I I got to go back to see number four, then the final chapter, and see how that was. Uh, you know, um, all right. So, oh, all right. So I was gonna say that that would be one of your top five. Um, I'm gonna throw it in there because it's okay. iconic. I mean, okay, okay. Um, and then I'm gonna fast forward to my number one. Yeah. Which uh, anybody that knows me knows saw that's my uh that's my ish. That's my Yeah ish. man. Yeah man. Another lengthy uh series. I think probably after the first one, the studio execs were like, Oh, we're making money off of this. <laughs> <laughs> Time to kick this thing into overdrive and I think right? there's as many saws as Friday the thirteenth, I wanna say. There might be at this point. Cause you got with the Chris seven, Rock seven saws, no eight there saws. Eight saws before the Chris Rock one, I think. Right, and you got a standalone Jigsaw movie. Yeah. So is that would I be nine then? Yeah, that's nine. Okay. All right. All right. But first saw the original number one. Yeah, gotta. Yeah. I mean, such a such a classic, you know. Yes. Yes. Minimal uh, filmmaking is that what you call it? Yes, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I remember seeing that uh, in the theater uh, back in my undergrad days. Uh, and it, the funny thing is, it was like the previews really didn't show a whole lot. So you, when we went to the movies, uh, like all my like roommates, we were like not really expecting a whole lot. But then after like, we saw it, we were like, wow, this is crazy. Right? <clears throat> it was like uh, Will Smith, uh, Nightmare on My Street, you know? He's like, we went to the movies. It was nothing real fancy about this homegirl named Fred. I mean, this homeboy named Fred and this girl named Nancy. But when it was over, we were like, yo, that was death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that twist that twist at the at the end, like no one saw that. Uh, no. Oh, home. my man, man, Jigsaw gets up, takes off the uh, makeup. So hold on, hold on. Spo- spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> yes, if you haven't seen Saw yet, <laughs> I'm your spoiler. Uh, that's not a prediction; that's a spoiler. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, great stuff at the end of that one. That's definitely a classic. And another um, odd thing uh, had uh, Danny Glover in the movie. Yes, like you, you never like think about that, like <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> But you yeah, know, that's right. uh, but yeah. All right, so that would be number one. Um, what you got followed? Uh, you got to throw Nightmare on Elm Street in there. Which Freddy. one? Uh, I'm not gonna go with the first one. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think which one because I'm like I forget if it was the second or the third one where she was like in the mental hospital with Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, uh, that'd be the third one. That's the third one. 
Yes, I'm like, I feel like was a like a good one. Yeah, man. Uh, many people, many many Nightmare Elm Street fans, you know, interchange one and three a lot because also it, it three picks up from one because it brings back you know Nancy and her father. Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm liking the list so far. So we got Saw uh, one. We got. Nightmare on Street 3, we got uh, Friday the 13th 4, so that's three right there. All right, and we'll throw two more in there. Oh, I got to go with uh, 28 Days Later. Is that what it is? Yes, is it the yeah. British zombie movie. Yes. Is that the f- the first one you're talking about, right? First one, right. Okay, yes. yes. I, it's funny you mentioned that, because I just saw that a couple of days ago. Um, really? Great, great movie. Um it's so hilarious though, looking at the, the quality of the like the video production because it almost looks like a like an indie movie. Well, I guess it is an indie, movie, but like it didn't look yeah. like there was a whole lot of budget behind it. No, I, I don't think there was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, great move. That sort of introduced the the track runner zombies. Because before <laughs> the zombies were more like <clears throat> slow, you know, like crawling uh, like that type of zombie. These were right. the folks that are running like right behind you, like on your heels. Exactly, exactly. How are you going to fight them off? You can't run from them. Mm-hmm. They, they swarm. Yeah, and it, it sort of brought in the, with science because it was like a rabid um, monkey, I believe it was that they were work experimenting on. So it, mm-hmm. it really wasn't dealing with like supernatural; it was just dealing with the spread of a, a virus, you know, bacteria, which was making people hold on in real life. Yes, exactly, exactly, and it showed what you know because the set pieces have um, England like all like like gaunt like there was no life left. It was just yes. individual people like sprinkled throughout. Um, yeah, great, yeah. great movie. Uh, do you see the sequel? Twenty eight. What was it? Yep. Weeks later. Weeks later. Yes. How was that? Because I don't think I, I don't think I've seen that. Um, that was really good too. Um, picked right up where the uh, first one left off, uh, and uh, I will say the and uh, here's another spoiler for people, but this is like a spoiler where you know it's not going to impact the movie. Okay. Uh, but but the first scene is crazy. The uh, I believe he's the dad. Yeah, he's the dad. Uh, he's got the wife, the kids, and they're in the house, and the zombies come, and the dad takes off. Like it leaves the wife and kids to like get get eaten and everything. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. That, well, I guess that sort of breaks down the heroic, you know, film troupe of like, oh, I gotta save everybody to, you know, I save, you know, put my life on line for everybody else. And instead, they seem like they're just like, oh, you're on your own. <laughs> and, and that's what happened. And it's interesting. I'm not gonna spoil the uh, rest of the movie, but yeah, through. Everything plays a part, and everything you know. And, okay. Yeah, very interesting to see how things play out uh, for him and for for the landscape. Okay, I was gonna say, is the payoff at the end of the movie worth worth it? Um, worth the the, the watch. This, if you've seen the first one, the yep. payoff at the end of the second one isn't yep. much different. Oh, okay, uh, okay. All right. Being said, I mean it's a it's it's they, they add some interesting dynamics to it, especially with the right. dad dynamic, um, you know, and him leaving leaving his family and what's with yeah, they, they sort of paint him out to be like a scumbag. 
But then again, it's like, well, I guess in those situations, like, what would you do in that type of situation? You know? And, and I guess you never know till you know. But, exactly. Uh, you know, and I'm not just saying this because she's in the room and can hear me, but I would say <laughs> if there's a zombie apocalypse, I am not leaving the queen, you know, behind. Uh, yep. You know? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I have to put the zombies in whatever fashion I have to. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I definitely gonna have to, you know, check that out and get back to you on, you know, how how I dig it. For sure. For sure. All right. Um, so that's number four. Number four, and then for number five, Vampire in Brooklyn. No, I can't. That's, That's a classic. <laughs> That's a classic. That is definitely a classic, but I don't know if I can tell that really as a horror movie. <laughs> um, man, that, that just made me think of Thriller, which just made me think of uh, a wedding <laughs> I went to last night where they hired an expert to come in dressed as zombies and, and werewolves and do the Thriller day. Oh, so there was a flash mob? Uh, yeah, yep. Uh, choreography, yeah, choreography, uh, performance. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it was funny, like, we're sitting there, and it was quiet, so you could tell, like, something was about to happen, and, you know, like, <laughs> about, to and about to, you know, but also these zombies <laughs> walking in from, like, the doors, it's like, wait, what is going on, you know, and, and then they started putting their, uh, hands up like cats, if you know what I mean, and, 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 oh, I know where this is going. And then all of a sudden, like, the music starts kicking in. <laughs> well, that is a mini movie, so that, that you know, that's not too far-fetched, uh, the plenty of lift. <laughs> yes, you know, for sure, for sure. Uh, man, oh, you know what I'm going to go with for my number five? Yep. It is not a uh, classic by any means, because it's a newer okay. movie, but man, okay. talk, messing with your head. Get mm-hmm. out. Ah, Jordan Peele. Yes, that was a that was a very that was a sleeper that was a sleeper. Um, obviously the internet sort of hyped it up, uh, but still watching watching it, you know, I was thoroughly pleased. Uh, you know how it went. Um, I actually liked it better than um, Us. I be, what was that? One? Yeah, was it called Us yeah. or something like? That? Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Get Out was definitely good. Uh, every time I see a, a teacup. Like oh, that person in second place. Every <laughs> Sunday morning with my hot chocolate, but uh, right. <laughs> with a little spoon, you just circle around the cup. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that's my five. What's your five, sir? All right. Well, not too much. Not too much different than yours. Um, definitely Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three is um in my top five. Uh mine's in no particular order, but it's definitely in my top five. Uh I remember that as a like I said as a kid, that was like one of the first horror movies that gave me nightmares. So I, I always cherish that. Right. Um another one which also did give me uh similar nightmares like Nightmare on Elm Street was uh American Werewolf in London. Oh wow. Which uh was directed by John Landis who directed uh Thriller. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he did uh, Coming to America. What? Yeah, and Animal, and Animal House. If that's yes, a comedy. But also, he also has some controversy, too, because I don't know if you're familiar. There was a movie called The Twilight Zone movie. 
And uh, on that movie, there was a, a similar uh, situation, like almost like the Alec Baldwin situation, where uh, there was a scene with an actor and it had two uh, child actors. It was a shot in Vietnam and there was a helicopter uh, malfunction where it unfortunately took the lives of the actors. Uh, so he was, John Lance was, was you know, directing that. So it soon got him in hot water for the time. He was like blacklisted actually for the time being. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. So um, a little trivia fact. Um, so yes, uh, American Wolf from London. That'd be my second one. Third one, same as you saw the first one. Like I said, uh, when that when the music of Hello Zep kicked in at the end, I was like, oh man, I definitely I get this on DVD and eventually Blu-ray right after it. So <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was hooked onto that. Um, uh, fourth will be a movie called. Uh, it's the abbreviation for record, but it's called, but it's. Rec REC was a abbreviation for record. It's a Spanish zombie movie. Interesting. Uh, It it was actually they brought. What's that? So my man is cultured. Oh yeah, (laughs) but they actually brought it over. But it's um, it's like a shaky cam uh, zombie movie. Okay. Uh, I remember seeing that like in early two thousand, and that was a great, great, great. Uh, horror movie um, definitely recommend it uh, if you can't get the Spanish version and like the quarantine you know check that out it's pretty much shot for shot is the American version okay. uh, and then last one will probably be um oof oof um hmm. probably uh hmm. probably Child's Play Chucky Child's Play Ooh. 1 I probably, probably put that in the last one. Either that one, I, I was switching out. Uh, if not Child's Play, then there's a movie. Uh, it's like an underground movie uh, called Night of the Demons. Uh, but the reason why I picked that because it uh, has a uh, black actor in it, and uh, well, I guess this could be a spoiler for anyone who sees it, but. Uh, he's one of the black actors that doesn't get killed in the first five minutes of the movie, so I always cherish that. <laughs> That's crazy. So either that, yeah. So either the first Child's Play movie or uh, Night of Demons. Or oh, actually, not. I got one more. I might have to switch out in as a third replacement. Uh, Tales from the Hood. Oh, there we go. Classic. Yeah, uh, early '90s uh, anthology. Uh, mo- I like anthology movies for some strange reason. Like even like Tales from the Crypt. Uh, but surprisingly, surprisingly, is not on HBO Max. That is surprising. It was it was produced by HBO, and you would think they would have that on like their like streaming app service. Like that makes no sense not to have Tales from the Crypt <laughs> with the Crypt Keeper. Like he's just uh, as iconic as the other horror, you know, um, uh, characters. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely Tales from the Hood. I. Loved it as a kid. It had uh, social commentary in some of the, the stories as well. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So those would be those would be my top five uh, spooky films. Uh, you know, I actually did ca- catch uh, the new Halloween movie, Halloween Kills, uh, yesterday, uh, which wasn't too bad actually. Uh, I'm not a huge Michael Myers fan, but this one wasn't too wasn't too bad. I uh, 
you know, was thoroughly, you know, satisfied with the, the movie. So, okay, cool. And did you guys get a chance to watch any spooky movies either? Well, you said you were at a wedding yesterday, yesterday so I, I take it they're probably not. No, but uh, after the podcast tonight, we're actually yep. gonna cuddle up and watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, that's a cla- the Disney classic, Hocus Pocus. Uh, yeah, yep. The With the, the witches. So I've never seen it before. Great, great. Really? Yeah, yep. I've never seen it before. All right. Well, it might be a little awkward now that you're like an adult to see it, but you'll probably still get the charm from, you know, watching it. <laughs> I got you. You know, so, it might be a little different with dated eyes. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. But yeah, we'll be cuddling up and watching that. And, All right, uh, cool. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, I actually gotta throw in two other movies on mine. One, one, one of them just for one scene in particular that freaked me out. Yep. Uh, Saw two. Okay. Uh, the needle trap. It was that. Was that? Did that involve? Um, what was her name? Uh, Amanda. Yes. That one. Oh yeah. Was that hypothermic? Yeah. Wait. Well, so all right. So you're not a fan of needles. I take it right. Oh, I am not. <laughs> so, what about the scene in Nightmare uh, uh, Elm Street Three, where uh, the tick became the punk rocker, and then yes. uh, where Freddie had the needle fingers? Yes, that's another classic, but it didn't have the same effect on me because it's okay. not as realistic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, that's <laughs> like I can see. I don't know, like who would have the time to make a pit full of needles. <laughs> 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 okay, all right. Oh uh, man, Saw Two actually was a pretty decent sequel. You know, cause mostly when you have a great movie and then the sequel comes, it doesn't. It rarely, you know, stands up to the the first one. I'm not saying that the second one was better than the first one by all means, but it wasn't like trash. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely, it was a pretty good sequel. Good, good twist at the end. Yes. Yes. So. So yeah, another you know another huh? you know like okay. We might, we might have we might have to do a separate saw saw show just to go through all the movies and like their pros and cons. I back that. I back that. We'll let people know ahead of time to get yeah. with spoilers. And I was gonna say also before we you do your last uh, movie, do you think any of those traps were beatable? Um, like have you have you ever watched a movie and think to yourself like, all right, if I if I could do this differently, or do you think? They're pretty much like unbeatable. No, I mean the first three songs, all of those traps are beatable. Okay, okay. They're not. All easy. Right, so when we when we when we discuss saw, I would love to hear how you would finagle your. You know, what I'm saying, get out those situations. Yeah, man, we definitely get into that. All right, cool. But uh, yeah, so what would be your, your last, your, your second one? My uh, yeah, uh, this is actually the movie. No movie has ever scared me worse than mm-hmm. this movie about to say mm-hmm. um, like in the history of history yep. and that is uh, Arachnophobia ah oh, okay. great movie great John Goodman's in it uh, I'm trying to think who else was in it uh, yeah so if you don't like spiders uh, then that movie would definitely give you the heebie jeebies <laughs> don't like spiders um, I was a young kid when I watched it uh, ah, traumatized you <laughs> Big time. Like I, I think back on it, I'm like, I don't know why my mom let me watch that. I don't know. <laughs> but I yeah. know I was in Cub Scouts and I was in Cub Scouts up until third grade. So I'm like, I'm at least like in third grade, maybe okay. second grade. Okay. Like I'm like, that's too young to be watching this movie. 
Uh, <laughs> it was a, a PG thirteen movie. Though. That was the hilarious thing about it. So right, right? that's that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I remember having nightmares that night. Uh, waking up, I had the top bunk. Uh, I had bunk beds, and I yep. sleep on the top bunk. Okay. And I'm yelling for my mom. I'm like, you know, freaking out. I'm thinking there's fire. <laughs> this is why I remember I was Cub Scouts. My Cub Scout shirt was on the floor. Yeah. Um, they were thinking there were spiders underneath it. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to stay up here. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, yeah. spiders are not, they are our friend. They are, they're like our security guys. They will eat the other bad insects. Unless you uh, live in Australia, then those, Spiders are pretty much poisons that can kill you in like one bite. Uh, so, <laughs> but if you don't live in those ter- you know, areas, <laughs> I've got I've got crazy spiders at my place that they have to die. Um, <laughs> or just let them outside. Just just take them outside. No, they are big and they are fast. I have to vacuum them. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> I have to chase after them, Lyra. <laughs> so crazy. Um, I'll show you a video uh, next time we link up. But yep. You go, like, well, oh, okay, I got you. Well, I love my spiders. They do a great job. <laughs> they keep me safe. <laughs> I, I understand that. At my uh, old apartment in Connecticut, I, I used to have spiders. I named them because I'm like, oh man, they're like eating the flies and. <laughs> Like, and they were the like cute spiders, you know. <laughs> like, don't really notice them too much. You see their web here and there, but like, not really. Like, <laughs> right? They're all cool. discreet. <laughs> right. Like, those are the kind of spiders I don't mind. Like, yeah, I'll take I'll take my spiders over the uh, the bears that I have in my neighborhood. At least yeah, I feel man. it's crazy safe. that picture you sent me. <laughs> uh, another day in Massachusetts, but um. Since we're on a wrestling podcast, what do you what did you think of uh, Kane's horror movies? Uh, See no evil. No evil. Uh, I believe we saw that together. Yes, uh, I think yes. it was the end of the second one too. I, I have yet to see, but what did you think of it? I don't think I even knew there was a second one. Yeah, I think um, it went straight to like streaming. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, no, that first one it was uh, it was something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, for Kane, I think it was a good role. I think he did a good job in it. Mm-hmm. Um, not a not a great horror movie by any means, but not okay. bad. Were you surprised that they WWE Studios did a horror movie? An arm rated horror movie that is too. Not at that time. At that time, okay. I, it wasn't too out of their realm, and it definitely okay. fit with Kane. Um, okay. And they just played that right into the gimmick, right onto TV. For some reason, he suddenly became the character he was in the movie on right. TV. Which was uh, smart, you know? Smart. Smart, but we... Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, um... No explanation. Like, and it's not like he, like, changed his name to the guy he was in the movie. Just all of a sudden, Kane, the wrestler, is yeah. now, like, the guy in the movie that he played... Well, it's, it's so similar how they did with No Holds Bar with Zeus. That's true. That's true. And you I don't know, know why that slide. I'm like, oh, but that made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't did, uh, did they also do a Leprechaun movie as uh, with Hornswoggle being Leprechaun? Did they? I think they did. That's crazy. I, I can't. That's worse than Leprechaun in the Hood. them <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, the first Leprechaun was actually pretty decent. I remember being creeped out by it when it first came out. Yes. Um, 
you know. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so I, well, like I said, our, our lists were pretty much the same. So we were pretty much on the same frequency while our, our horror flex. Um, so hopefully, you know, like I said, we can continue further in regards to song, you know, I guess other, you know, horror movies or movies in general uh, going forward. Um, you know, since I don't want to, you know, since it is uh, a, a potential uh, school night for both of us, since we got to work tomorrow and you work today, I'll, uh, you know, let you let you go uh, so you and the missus can watch uh, Hocus Pocus. And so you can have, you know, you're not falling asleep watching a classic movie. Yeah, that's probably uh, good. But, but yeah, I was gonna say if you want to uh, take us out on this nice Hollows Eve, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, man. Um, ooh, we keep it. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the real tip, though, everybody out there. Um, Make sure you brush your teeth before going to bed tonight if you've been eating that candy. Mm-hmm. Cavities. Um, really, you should be limiting your candy intake, your sugar intake. Uh, make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Um, make sure if your kid's got any apples that you're checking them for marks and abrasions. Um, there's still some weirdos out there. You never know. Maybe you're best mm-hmm. off to throw the apples away. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And uh, on that note, as always, everybody, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here listening to us. We absolutely appreciate that. We love you. Peace and chicken grease. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding.